Congratulations! You've leveled up and made it to Ari Part 2. This episode promises to have all the fun-filled laughter and tears of Part 1. Thank you for tuning in to Hack Attack and the Pharaoh. like pharaoh that's got to be ph I'm like no it really doesn't yeah it'd, it'd be cooler if it was just like F-A-R-R-O-W? egyptian f-a-r-o oh like the pharaoh island no that has any i want to go to the pharaoh that islands by the way the pharaoh islands yeah look like off the, off the coast of greenland look at you yeah I oh go there. man wait 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 wait. so rona's put a damper on a lot of your travel obviously this year where are you oh this yeah year? uh so this year i i mean i went to seattle what did i go this year so i actually so last new year's I was in Italy, <laughs> so basically when Corona was hitting, I flew into oh, Munich, went to Austria, shit. to Italy, went to went to uh, Cortina d'Amprezzo, Ski the Dolomites, um, and then, which is basically like ground zero for Corona in it, in, yeah, in, yeah, yeah. in Europe. In Europe, yeah, it was and terrible. And so then we went went back, and then I went to I drove from from Italy to Amsterdam and flew from Amsterdam back so that we got back like January eighth. I was actually super sick right after that. Me and my buddy were both super sick with the cough and all this stuff. No idea though, because like, but now they're saying that Corona was in Italy in December. So that's who knows. And so then a month later, off I go to Japan by myself, uh, flew into Tokyo, rented a car, drove five hours <laughs> from Tokyo to Hak- Hakuba by myself on the wrong side of the road, almost hit a monkey. That was fun. <laughs> Of all things that I think are going to run across the road on the freeway have, in Japan. Did they have monkey, monkey crossing signs? Yeah. So after I almost hit the monkey, there was a monkey crossing sign. And I'm like, oh, that would have been helpful like two turns ago when I'm con- concerned that I see this thing running. And it like not only did it like run across the road, but I slammed on the brakes and it like screeched at me. Oh, shit. So you've, you've seen the snow monkeys in Nagano, Yes, yes. Right? So the red so faces the, and yeah. the white hair. So I went there in, uh, in Chibo. That's where the snow uh-huh. monkeys are. So I went, I drove from Tokyo to Nagano, met a friend. Hakuba, skied Hakuba. Then we went to we went to Chibo. Stayed at an amazing uh, Rakuten, whatever. It's like the traditional Japanese hotels where I had to wear like little wooden shoes with the little things. Was it the silk do- the the rice paper? Oh yeah, everything doors was rice paper. Everything. Frames. No one spoke English. Uh, I had to wear the little wooden shoes with socks and a little thing. You like everything was cobblestone, and you had to do this. They had this. So Chibo is really cool. It has this like tour of all the different hot springs, and you have to do all nine. Which, mind you, you have to be like completely naked everywhere in Japan. <laughs> Every time I go to Japan, I'm like, naked. Everywhere in Japan, naked. <laughs> well, no. I mean, everything's gendered. So you can't, like, so you're just, like, even in Tokyo, if you go to, like, I always stay at the Shinagawa Prince. The first time I went, me and my friend were like, let's go hot tubbing. And I'm like, oh, I have to be by myself because they, you, men and women can't be in the same, like, pools or hot in tubs. In public and in just areas? Yep. Yeah, so They're separated. Everything's separated. Yeah, that's crazy. But then when you go to these places, you have to be buck naked. Like they don't allow clothes. So the, here's Ari just by herself. You know, like, and I'm like, you know, like a foot taller than everybody. <laughs> and you're funny. And I'm just, yeah. Apparently, I'm I'm comical to the Japanese people who just think I'm like really loud and co- like they think I'm what's the word like a caricature or something. I'm like a, <laughs> I don't even know. They just anime. Think I'm, it's like, I, don't know what anime. They, I don't know what they think I am, but they, they just think you, I, you remind them of Goku. Tell, you're, they just tell me all the time. They're like, you're so funny. I was like, well, I don't you're know. You're Dragon Ball Z character. I probably, don't know what them. I am, but like, yeah. Um, 
you go to like nine different hot springs and you can't have tattoos. So then I'm like worried someone's going to You can't get, have tattoos? What would especially happen? Especially well, they, if they see you, it's because they, they had that because they wanted to keep the Yakuza out. Oh, shit. That's, that's why you can't have tattoos in a lot of the places. But like, well, but you're clearly not in the Yakuza. <laughs> You're clearly, clearly, you're clearly more like in a, you're clearly more like in a cartel or something, yeah. you know. Yeah, clearly, you're I'm like more. she's Latina, she's a Mexican cartel. <laughs> yeah, clearly more Sonora. Yeah, Juarez. than the, than the Yakuza, but uh, Yakuza, please don't make me laugh, Ari. You're but, so funny. But yeah, I, I basically was in Italy right when Corona was starting. Then I was in Japan, and I was driving back from Hakuba, taking my friend Javier that lives in Chile back, and he was actually going to Taiwan to visit another friend of ours. Uh, that's a snowboarder there and we were gonna take a more we went to Mount Fuji we sit in a cabin like up in the mountains that was amazing uh, and we were going to I was supposed to be I think I was like my plane was supposed to leave Monday and a friend of ours that uh, just kind of works in the government here that's kind of has like a somewhat government job called me and was like hey because I fly standby because I have a good friend that works for Delta so I always just buddy pass everywhere he's like you need to get home he's like we're hearing that they're gonna shut down travel I was like, what? And meanwhile, I'm just in the middle of nowhere in the like woods in Mount Fuji. I'm like, oh, I got to get home. So we, I, I, luckily, I ended up driving back to Tokyo, put my friend on a plane to Taiwan, uh, and was like, oh, maybe I'll get on the plane Sunday. And my friend's like, no, get on a plane tonight. Like, if you can get on the plane out of Tokyo, like, you're at Haneda, get the fuck out of Japan. Got on the plane Saturday, got back Sunday, and by Sunday night, they'd closed, shut down. Every, all wow. the, so I could still be in Japan if I hadn't have done that. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have gone back. You'd be a full geisha by now. Yeah. What with the little wooden sandals and the socks and <laughs> the just be little shimmying across the cobbles. Yeah. What? Yeah. So that was fun. So that was the show. last place she'd I went. Be a, she'd be a work in the showrooms yeah. of Mount Fuji. Oh, by the way, I went to a strip club. Have you been to a strip Tell club? Tell me today? everything about... I've been to strip clubs all over the world, and I want to hear all about a Japanese strip club. I have been to a Japanese strip club. Did you? By the by. Oh, my God. Isn't it hilarious? Yes. I went to. Did you go to like a real one, or did you go to like the underground, like Japanese Japanese strip clubs? I did not go to the Japanese Japanese strip club. Tell me everything. I must know. Hold on, we're gonna find. I went to one called Seventh Heaven. This was probably. Was it more touristy? Because we were going for the like. It was probably touristy. Yeah, we were going for like the like real experience. No, oh, all, where it's I, all schoolgirls with their with their socks glued up to their their knees. Well, it's just it's very quiet. I was. Almost kicked out for wooing too loud. Yeah, yeah. I was like, woo! And they're like, hey. yep. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so this is little mean? dingy little like be- this little basement uh, room. And uh, I'm going to find you the picture I have with the vagina. Hold on. <laughs> Whoa. Why didn't you pull this out 10 minutes ago? <laughs> See, know. this is where you're right. We should have stopped the podcast, right? Oh. No, 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 no. Listen to me. We should have stopped the podcast and then we should have had this as the bloopers <laughs> and whatnot afterwards okay all right here's what i'm looking at so it's ari and her, my boobs her, her your boobs are always the center of attraction and there's a guy and that's my friend matt there's uh, a japanese stripper who's showing her pussy and bush right yeah there. big there huge is. bush that's vagina the vagina so she's spreading the panty. There it is. I'm looking right at it. So she was very wow. accommodating. We've just lost like I don't know how many. <laughs> <laughs> he worries too much. This guy. Yeah. Okay. So sorry. Tell me. Should so, I not talk about? No, you should. So you went underground, so, and what happened? What happened? 
So this is what happens, you know, like my, my buddies are all like, we'll go to strip club because I'm the girl that has all the guy friends. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Why not? You know, like, I don't care. And so we went and it was really funny because it's not like a strip club here where guys are like, yeah, you know, and yelling and all this stuff. You have to be very quiet. It's like a tennis match and you can only clap. <laughs> it's like a tennis match. <laughs> you can okay. only clap at like certain times. And so instead of having like a pole, there's this like stage and it comes out like this in a circle and then in the center there's this little platform that comes up and down and the girl comes out on here and the platform spins and the thing is is it was very dramatic like there all of them had like a story like it wasn't just like like there was this one girl that so the, act, no, was this like wrestling no, this she is acted like out pearl or... harbor there was this one girl that was like it's acting. buto <laughs> it's buto or kabuki or yeah. no theater they rise from the ashes of the atomic bomb what's going on here and she had this like letter that she had written to her like American lover soldier and then she finds out that he dies and she starts crying in and Pearl Harbor he died in Pearl Harbor or something I don't know Are you, they Obviously, brought up history they brought up it was this like like this show and we're all just kind of drunk and we're the only first of all I'm the only woman in the entire this room. is like WWE and here in America we're the only non-Japanese people and I got yelled at for being too Animated. loud because I'm too loud and it's not the Ari show <laughs> We're sitting there and we're watching and it's like she starts crying and it's like, ha, ah, and then wow. she, she gets up on this platform and the next thing you know, she's crying about her like, you know, her lost lieutenant or whatever the heck. And then she gets on this thing and next thing you know, she's just doing these and she'll do this pose. Like she'll be like. So she's, she's <laughs> doing, oh, what is that? That's a uh, dancer. dancer yeah. It's she royal dancer. <laughs> the royal dancer yoga pose. She grabbed her ankle and, and thrust out yeah, her and torso. Yeah, she's naked and she's on this platform. So she's and naked. She's, and she spins and while she's in this position, everybody's like. Hold up, golf clapping? Hold yes. on. Is there is there the art of strip tease involved? Is she strip teasing? Or while kind she's talking, of. is she just happened to be taking her clothes off? Is there like tease? kind of a tease, well, but it's like, I don't even remember. And so, so the, the, the way this photo came to be is that my friend. Yes, is that her? No, this is some other girl. I don't know who this was. But so, no, but they, they, they do do a lot of the kind of like... <laughs> is there eroticism? Is there an erotic quality to it or not? Or is it more theater and kind of like, wow. It's like theater. I don't know. And I'm then too then invested in her Pearl Harbor story to be turned <laughs> yeah. on. She's crying. Like, I'm like, I've never seen like pretend crying at the strip club. So I was very confused. But so then my friend's like, this is strange. Well, we're drinking these things called strong nines. They're like a, a, a seltzer. Before seltzers were here where they were cool, they had these things in vending machines that they're 9%. Oh, and they're I love like the vending pint. machines and Tokyo. Yeah, and, 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 and they're just like 9% alcohol and they're enormous and you just drink them. And then you can also get little sake cups at 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven, by the way, in Tokyo is amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God, they're chicken nuggets. So um, we, we're we all kind of drunk. Chicken nuggets and we're in just Tokyo so, at 7-Eleven. We're, we're just so confused by this. And then my friend's like, Matt's like, well, you know, we should at least get a picture out of this. Let's get a picture with one of them. Because afterwards, <laughs> yeah, afterwards wow. the girls come out and they have this little box and people go and give her things. They give her money and they give her food and they put everything in this little box. And she's like, <laughs> you know, like being all like. Yeah. Just a little like Shinto box. Or yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And so my friend's like, the whole demure thing. That, yeah. That I, 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 I don't know. It's, 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 all, it's a little bit childish too, which is a little creepy, but I don't know. Whatever. But so my friend says, we go get a picture with her. And so we go to get a picture with her and she just like stands there. Like we're just like this. And my friend's like, I'm not paying a hundred dollars for a picture of us. Like 
a hundred dollars. Yeah, he gave or like fifty. Uh, 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 it was uh, uh, you, it was like fifty bucks. Like, what she, we were what like, she's doing is as in standing together with your arms yeah, around each other, exactly. propping propping, propping the elbow on each up. other's shoulder, and, and so, it's a stripper. So you're like, yeah, show us your pussy. So That's what she said. That's where this no, is going. Well, obviously, I didn't know what to do. So I heard Matt's like, tell her, go tell her, you're a girl. Tell her we want something a little more sexy. And I'm like, I don't <laughs> speak Japanese. What do you want me to do? So I had no idea what to do. So I go to try to tell her. I'm trying to talk to her, and she clearly has no speaks. No she's English. just giggling like a little she's kid. She's giggling. And so I didn't know what to do, so I was just like, "No, that's what you, I did." She opens her hand in a V-like shape, and then, then we got this picture. And she understood the universal. And she goes, "Ah!" The the universal symbol for pussy is the <laughs> is the spreading of the hands in a V, and so she she yeah. spread her and legs. And so I had. She's very confident in this picture, I must yeah. say. Yeah, yeah, no, she was she was very nice. So but yeah, oh, I we laughed so hard, and so then one no of way. our friends bailed. I think his girlfriend was mad. She was at, he was at a strip club. I don't know. And the next she thing we been, know, she, wow. Then it like it was like 3 a.m. and we decided that obviously like really spicy Indian curry would be good after a night of drinking at the strip club. And then I somehow got my two very drunk friends home to their hotel in Shinjuku. And the next morning we were like, "What happened?" And the rest I, pull, is I pulled out my phone and I'm oh, like, yeah. "Do you remember this?" And that'll always be the picture of we remembered. No our shit. So the, the universal symbol. I love that. You do speak ESL. Yeah, I was just like, "Do this." Or international sign language, uh, vagina. Oh, yeah. Anyway, sorry to be so crass. I'm, I'm a bit of a... I'm no, a dude. no. I want more of this. this is <laughs> I'm fine with you doing it. It's when he does it that I get a little sketch. <laughs> is that is that sexist? It probably is. Yeah. But yes. but he's a white heterosexual male, yeah. so it doesn't yes. matter. He's got certain Are you privileges. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you offended? I what can't you, believe Playing this. the victim? Is that what yeah. you're doing? I'll victim shame you all day long. Don't you throw your toxic masculinity at me. Look. Look, I, I bear, is this your best strip club story that you've ever had? I mean, this is certainly the most There unique. was one time that a, oh God, I was with my father and my brother, which was kind of weird. But there was one time that a girl grabbed the dollar out of my hand with her vagina. It was like a Venus okay, flytrap. Okay, 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 what, 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 what? It was in Vegas. Well, okay, I was going to say, where were you? I need to know everything about the vagina, the labia, and what they did, and how they grabbed the dollar bill. Okay, oh, which, which strip club was it? Was it one of the ones that served alcohol or no alcohol? No alcohol. No alcohol. No, it was definitely like an 18 plus So one. it was the full on. Yeah. And I just remember that I was like, oh, I'll give her a dollar. You know, like, why not? Yeah, I was pretty young. I'm, I'm, and, and I just remember that she actually grabbed it. Like I, it came at me. Wow. So You're making a clutching gesture with your hand. Her, like a snapping turtle. Her, <laughs> the lips just, your lips closed around it like a mouth. Well, the way she's doing it, it's more like eagle claw, you know. <laughs> but if she were to use both hands, you know, it's even more enough. of a bi Yeah, exactly. Wait. Wow, oh. we're going to hell. Um, <laughs> so, How did this so happen? I don't know. So, so you're down in Vegas. You're with your your family. The whole family's there. Yeah, and we decided we go to a strip club. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Totally. I. For uh, fun. One of the Vegas is so interesting as far as their strip clubs go. Yeah, I mean it's hilarious. We went. Okay, I'll give you my. Uh, we we weren't actually going to the strip club. It was a bachelor party, and the guy that was kind of hosting the bachelor party. He wasn't the best man, but he was sort of hosting. It. He was the richer of the group, so he was kind of hosting it. And he was very. He's an. He's a uh, organic farmer. Know. And so he was very much into organic food. So he wanted to go to this farm-to-table Spanish Malay restaurant, right? And so we're trying to find it. We're trying to find it. 
And we get on an Uber and we go and the Uber takes us and we're going to this huge strip club. And it's got, I mean, it's got this huge marquee, like a Vegas, you yeah. know, marquee with the, with the huge Super Bowl freaking TV sign on it. You know, what am I trying that animatron kind of sign. And we're like, this can't be the right place. <laughs> <laughs> and we drive into the parking lot and no shit. There it is. This beautiful restaurant, which is a family restaurant, shares the building with the giant strip club. <laughs> so you walk up, you know, you can you can drive around and you can drive under the awning of the strip club or you can walk right into this mole place. And um, and then, of course, you know, I just imagine if I was, you know, 15 year old Pharaoh. Like, uh, yeah, let's go to that restaurant. And yeah, that uh, because good. on the on the marquee, on the uh, animatron, whatever, the Jumbotron, that's the yeah. word I was looking for, Jumbotron. Um, they have all the, apparently they have a pool behind the strip club and they have all these pool parties oh. where I'm sure if you pay a certain amount of money, you get to go have a pool party with the, the yeah. ladies. And well, they have all sorts of stuff like that in Japan. That, they wanted me to go to this place where you got to like play in bubbles with the strippers. I was like, guys, come on. <laughs> I, I was like, there's, uh, you know. It seems counterproductive to have a bubble bath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and your boobs would have pulled focus. In yeah. Face well, and me. like, you know, I was like, I'm okay. I was like, dude, I, I told him. I was like, I'm a girl. I'm with a bunch of guys. I'm totally fine with being the girl that's like, yeah, let's go have fun. I know you're in Tokyo. You want to do this. I was like, I'm fine with paying like 30 bucks to get into the strip club, but I'm not paying $200 to like frolic and bubbles. <laughs> with some strippers <laughs> with no tits. Yeah, see? <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. So um, what were you in Vegas for? My mother's calling me. Uh, that time? She's listening to the podcast somehow. <laughs> yeah. We haven't even, we haven't even uploaded it. <laughs> she said you forgot like, some details about the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> She's uh, like, you, your father, and your brother went, where? Oh, God. I don't know what we've heard. Just like a family thing. Yeah. And it was because my brother was like just recently turned 18. So it was just uh, okay. like, oh, we can go do that this makes sense. now. Yeah. And it was like, it's a nice little I was like, do I job. go with them or do I sit at home and do nothing? And I, so I'm five years older. So he was 18 and I was like 23. So I was just like, why not? Plus, like, I'll go. And then it was just, you know, all I remember is uh-huh. the thing that just came Just a out. world traveler, <laughs> world adventure. <laughs> <laughs> and all I remember is, is this... This uh, mighty Tharla <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> coming at me. <laughs> Labia and Venus. And then just being like, that's the, it just was not, you know, it was it was one of the great, those moments in life where you're like, well, that was not what I thought A was going to happen. A Labia Venus flytrap yes. is not easily forgotten. That's Surprisingly powerful. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Poignant and rich. Like, you know, there's definitely been times in my life where I'm like, I wonder if I could do that. You know, but like... <laughs> So walks in. Ari, what are you doing? I'm practicing. Get out. Ever heard of knocking? I'm practicing. Wow. Yeah, like, I, I, you know, it's just something I never really thought of, you know, like, I, I like to have such dexterity, you know, like, to, well, I mean, sensitivity. I can grab things with my toes. Okay, is like, that like a Kegel? How would you do that? Let's literally break down how you could grab something with your labia. That's like a Kegeling motion. Well, how do you? How, I don't know. How do you make them ambulatory? How do you yeah. summon them to move? I was not aware that they, you know, had that's that, insane. That power. I hope it was a ten or a twenty dollar bill because that was a dollar. Oh man, it's a lot of work for a dollar. Yeah, sorry. I I realized that I totally goofed my uh, reference. It's the mighty Sarlacc. From the mighty Sarlacc. Return of the Jedi. Oh, I've never seen any of the Star Wars. Whoa! Whoa. You know why? Because 
Here, let me. My dad doesn't. Let me show you a picture. When I was a kid, my dad didn't like science fiction. I remember one time being. Your dad's a scientist, and he doesn't like science fiction. Well, because he was. We were watching Star Trek or something, and there was some fight, and I remember him being like. That you know, never ping, ping, ping. My dad's like, there is no sound in space. It's a vacuum. <laughs> and so, like, therefore, because it was unrealistic. Oh, yeah. You know, it was something that, you know, things had. My dad's like me in the, that sense that, like, things are very literal. Gotcha. Things have to be a certain way. And he doesn't he doesn't like any type of fantasy. I like sat- movies where, like, animals talk. He's like, they don't talk. Stop I went it. to I went to an astronomy <laughs> class with one of the buddies when I was visiting visiting him at college and it was interesting. This was this was no, other nineties movies. Yeah. The professor started talking about Deep Impact and Armageddon. Oh yes. And he hadn't seen either of them. Yeah. But he had heard through the grapevine that Armageddon was way off, and he's yeah. like, "But Deep Impact, maybe I guess yeah. from what I've heard." So it was interesting. I, I could see that as a scientist yeah, yeah, going, just like, no, it's I not mean, right. how much you have to remove yourself from reality in order to engage your imagination yeah. must be insane. Like uh, the film Gravity yeah. with Sandra Bullock. I'm sure that probably drove your father nuts if he'd yeah. seen it. Someone but, was telling me they hated me that movie, that movie the other day. Who was it? I liked it. I liked it too. I, I mean, I understand that. Okay, yeah, she couldn't do this or that, but yeah, gives a it's fiction. Yeah, it is. It's supposed to be that way. Can we talk about The Rock again. Yes. <laughs> Let's go back to 1995. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Well, okay. What about? Uh, okay. There's a new movie out. This is actually fresh. What up about the Con Air. Oh shit. Do you remember Con Air? Do I remember Con Air? Oh my God, my ex. My ex dated one of the stuntmen. Oh, really? On con because they filmed, you know, the whole um, junkyard scene where they land the plane and that's then here in Utah. They filmed it in Wendover. I have no And they idea. built the whole they built that whole set outside of Wendover, and that's where they filmed it. And she I was no working idea. as a, she was working in the casino as a waitress, and uh, she Bendover. ended up <laughs> in Bendover. Yes, in Bendover, <laughs> and. Uh, and she uh, started dating one of the stunt guys. One of the stunt, and a stuntman actually in. died on that set. What yeah. is it in the film? I I don't know. I could I I don't know. I but oh you know do you remember when the Corvette is being pulled behind the yeah. the plane? Naturally, there's a guy that's actually laying down dr- steering the Corvette. There's a stuntman in that car steering the Corvette as it's being towed. That's what when, about? Here's another good one. That's when true men were lies. men. That's when men were true lies. <laughs> I grew up <laughs> oh on true God. lies. Love that. Oh movie. my God. You're fired. You're fired. <laughs> You're fired. Yeah, the guys. The terrorist is hanging from a missile. He's in a Harrier jet. He looks at him. You're fired. You're fired. <laughs> or what about when the the little the little <laughs> the the his wife's in the car with that creepy dude, with, the car salesman, uh, Bill Paxton. And, and she, yeah, Bill Paxton. He puts the her head he's in like his the lap. Vet and him then what? what's his name? Tom Ted Ar- Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold. Arnold. He's like. Maybe she's just sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what I love with Tom Arnold is when when he brings out the pictures and he's and he's uh, he figures you know his wife is sleeping with someone else yeah. and Tom Arnold just gives him that big hug. He's like, "Welcome to the club, Welcome buddy." To the club. <laughs> or then when she's like, he's like, "No, no, you get over the initial shock and it'll be fine." When she's on the sodium pentothal or whatever, and she's like, "Have you ever killed anyone?" He's like, "Yeah, but they were all they're bad. All bad. They were all bad. They were all bad. Oh, yeah, Tia Carrere though, remember her? Oh." Dude, yeah. every inch of her. Man, I'm like 10 when I saw this. Oh, Nine. I'm sure she was just boof. In that oh, movie. come on. I love, uh, yeah, I love when they're going to like, they're going to kill Jamie Lee Curtis. They're yeah. going to kill her. He's like, 
tell me what this is. The terrorist is looking at the bomb saying, do you know what this is? He's like, yes, I know what this is. It's a snow cone maker. <laughs> it's a snow cone maker. It's a it's it's an machine. machine. And he's like, it's a warhead, no, no stick, the, the, the Soviet with the arm. Uh, he, looks, he looks at her and he says, and mind you, his hands are handcuffed behind his back. And he looks at Jamie Lee Curtis, his wife, who has no idea he's a spy for their whole marriage. He's like, what can I say? I'm a spy. And she fucking punches him right in the face. Oh, I love that part. That was so, so good. good. Oh, man, let's watch True Lies right I now. Know, it gets me amped up. Amped up. Okay, favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? Kindergarten Cop. Kindergarten Cop. I love that fucking movie. Yeah. When he goes in, when he breaks into the fucking uh, the crank, the crank party or oh where all God. the crackheads are. And, yeah, um, so and then he first goes up and he's like, I'm the party pooper. I'm the party pooper. <laughs> like, all right, everybody. Party's over. Party's Next time over. my place. <laughs> that shit kills me, man. I mean, I like, there's tons of them I like. I love, I've, I, I love Arnold. I love that video he just recently put out. Oh, God. That, that is a great uh, video. freaking bald. Oh, yeah. That is you didn't awesome. see the video that oh, he put out video, after man. the insurrection? After the, yeah. Oh, my God. It was like, it had so, you Kevin didn't see it? Yeah, it's it amazing. So it's so poignant, so, so eloquent. He was so well-spoken and like yeah. coming from an immigrant and someone who... Talking is, about having lived through fascism. Yeah, exactly, and understanding what it meant and what it meant for you know, coming from Austria and seeing yeah. you know, the rise of Nazis and everything else. And like, oh, it was It amazing. was great. Holy Go home and watch shit. it tonight. I, I'm you, I can't believe you see it. I'm pretty sure I sent the link to Jordan. I'm going to chase it with true lies. Yeah, do. This is crazy. <laughs> Just cry a little bit. And I love Arnold. Life. Come on. Come on. He's you can't go wrong. Yeah. You can't go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So and I think that really cemented for me. Like when I saw that, I was like, it. oh, yeah. The yeah. kindergarten cop. He's not. He's definitely not a perfect human being, but no. none of us are. And that's where I think, you know, it, the cancel culture, that's where I think they get it wrong. Yeah. If we cancel Arnold because of things that he'd done in his past, we wouldn't get a video like that. Yeah. That speaks to everyone. That is yeah. so poignant. That yeah. draws everybody out, and and actually, I think in certain cases unifies people. Yeah, I think it really did. So it it really it's a ten minute. It's oh yeah, long. I it's watched like it like ten or four fifteen times. minutes, right? I was just like, oh, this is so good. It just it just was, you know. And he pulls and out the Conan sword. Oh, he does. He pulls out a sword, <laughs> and he's like, "What does he say?" He's like, "Truth is like a sword, uh, like <laughs> so steel good. or something." Steel. Like he's that. like, "The I'm more, the more he's like, the like more you sword. bang it, and the more you forge it, the stronger it becomes." And I was like, "Yes!" <laughs> like this is, it just was shit. so him putting everything that had happened, and I think you know, especially that whole week was so hard. I think for everybody to see what was going on and to see these people storming the Capitol and trying to you know basically undermine democracy. And the fact that, you know, half the country is like, woohoo, yeah, yeah, you know. fuck yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, this is cool. And and also just the fact that the people doing it are, half of them didn't even, like, so many of them didn't even vote. And so many of them didn't even know what the heck's going on. And so many of can't read, literate. <laughs> All the things. Yeah. And to see, I think, a figure, especially since we were also talking about this idea of masculinity. And, like, there's so much of masculinity, I think, is tied to, in these last couple years, to you know, these guys with the army helmets and the mm-hmm. Walmart tactical gear and the guns and all this stuff, and we're so tough, and we're so this, and we're going to storm the Capitol, and we're so strong, you know? And and to see someone that is seen as such an such a, a masculine, a masculine figure. figure. He's yeah. so big. He's so strong. He's been around for so long. He's like the quintessential action movie dude, right? To come out and just speak the truth and to say it very 
I think he spoke to everyone. It was very yeah. simple. It wasn't, you know, he brought out a sword, <laughs> first of all. And to, to, to put it that way where I think it's like, like what, what, you know, like. Yeah. As yeah. a, so, I, I mean, this is great that we've, I mean, I don't even, we're. We usually, we've been all over the place tonight. We've been all over the place. And I don't even care. Um, and for those of you that have canceled us out and aren't listening anymore, you're missing out. Yeah. Because <laughs> Sorry. I, think, I think, well, no, I. We have a behavioral specialist yep. on the show with us. So from your point of view, from your educational background and your your experiences, what what do you think of that that day, January sixth? Oh, I I was I didn't even know how to process it. Mm-hmm. To be honest. Like I watched this stuff and and I think to anybody who had been watching what had been happening in the month since the election it was uh, it was like shocking but not a surprise like it's mm-hmm. i'm not surprised that you know i have a friend that has a good friend that's one of those crazy kunan people and i've talked to him a couple times you have a times. qanon friend well he's not my friend but he's a friend of a friend it's okay. like an old it's like a friend that's like an old friend of hers from childhood that they they're still friends cuz uh-huh. you know she's known him since she was a kid and to, to speak to him out. to speak to him is like you literally feel like you <laughs> he is so untethered from reality yeah yeah and it is so scary and so to me as a, like a behaviorist like i mean the, the, you you saw all all the red flags were there what was going to happen and right. like you know you saw i was like okay so you know there's clearly these people who for whatever reason or and you know the people that feel like they don't have a voice or they feel like they've been left out or they feel like they've been left behind for whatever reason whether they feel like you know they didn't go get an education and they don't have a, the job they want or they and they see this this elite as something that should be that they they're not a part of they feel marginalized they feel marginalized in um in whatever way and 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 when you from the people i know that are into conspiracy theories i think you see from them that they 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 go towards it because it makes them feel like they have this information like this is what this friend's like he's got this info that you don't know <sighs> and it makes him feel special it's power it's special he makes him feel like he he kept telling me he's like just wait and see just wait and see it's gonna happen martial law da 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 and when he when Biden's elected president we're gonna become a communist country we gotta run and it I'm goes- like. It Nothing goes to happened. That idea of wanting to predict things. Yeah, wanting to 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 feel like they have power to have, con- and I and I feel like the the people that you see believing these types of just believing these types of things are people who want to have control about over something else because they feel very little control over their yeah. own lives, and they don't have control <sighs> over you know whether it's their job or you know whether it's this new phenomenon of incels you know people who feel like they're involuntary celibates or whatever else you see there's so much of you know people seeking i'm so ignorant i have not heard that term you never heard the in, word in, involuntarily in, in, in involuntary celibate. so, uh, celibates please yeah. define that for us um, <laughs> so there was there was know, the low, one guy that killed, that, kill, that killed a bunch of people in canada was an incel and they're people, they're men that feel like, you know, they're not getting laid or whatever. And I'm like, well, I don't get laid and I don't go, you know, clearly. Yeah, you got the, you know, the vibrator back up. Yeah, yeah we exactly. talked about this. Um, but uh, I think that we're seeing a lot of people that are, and, and there's so many factors towards why people feel like they don't fit in or they're not here or they're marginalized right. or they're, and for these conspiracy theorists, they feel like they have no control and 
that this theory gives them power. They've got information other people don't. They're smarter than they're the people. They're smart. People. They're enlightened. They're enlightened. Yes. Then you know, and it's like, oh, you know, we have, you know, this crazy level of woke people on the left, and all of a sudden now we have the right being like, fuck you, woke people. I'm more woke because I'm anti woke. You know, and it's all about <laughs> feeling superior to others and feeling having power and having control. And it's. Well, I mean, it's it, interesting. It's super interesting. I like, think it's I, that idea that it's hard to say that you have power if you feel as if you're equal to someone. Yeah. No, you but know. if you're over them, then you can say I have power yeah. because now I'm letting them There's a into the fold. Yeah. 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 And that's, and that's, and that's, and it's interesting because like, you know, I think of like myself, I've always been, you know, I've had people be like, Oh, you're kind of like an alpha or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't really like, like I'm competitive and I'm, I push myself and I, I, I tend to, I have a strong personality, but I, I very, and I, and I look at other people around me. I've never felt the need to feel superior to others. Right. I've never, you know, I like to read books and I, you know, I was very driven to get an education and to continue into higher education, but it was never to be like, well, I've got this degree, so I'm better than you because you're, you know, you know, blue collar. Like that's never yeah. something that's, now for that me, I've never even think of. I mean, for me, I can speak to always wanting to feel as if I measure up. Yeah. So never feeling like I need to be better than the other person. Yeah. You but just want to be. I need to be equal. Yeah. Or that equal, I can equal you things need to have out. Have an impact. Like I think yeah. for me, it's like I, I I would like to think that, you know, if I died tomorrow, that hopefully, you know, I'd have would have had some sort of impact on. Like I made someone else's life better. Would be. What I think I you'll think. have about forty-seven Japanese strippers at that funeral, <laughs> crying for real. No, like, but I don't. It, it is interesting. Machine gun tears. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't know. That day was super hard for me. Yeah. I was at work, and I just remember watching it and just being like, "How? How did it? Uh, well, how did this even? How did we not stop this? Like, yeah. how are we? You know? And I, my parents um, tend to skew a lot more right and they're very anti-socialism because they came from Latin America. Sure, yeah. And you can see that a lot in people, you know, it's yeah, why, a it's lot why of you see that, that in a Florida, lot of all that, the Cubans yeah, are very, very anti-socialism very and they Trump, have this, yeah. this very, very intense reaction to it. Um, and well, it's, it's a little difficult sometimes for me around my parents. I'm like, I, I don't quite know. I want to understand where they're coming from with all that stuff because like clearly <laughs> we're not going to be like, you know, Hugo Chavez in Venezuela just right. because Biden got elected. But, um, yeah, it's just very, very yeah, hard I to watch. Very, I feel, it shouldn't, I, I wish I, it I, wouldn't have happened, but I feel like that was the culmination of everything that's been happening for the yeah. last four years. And I'm not surprised that people did that. Yeah. How did it, I guess, how did it make you feel just as, you know, a, a woman of color, a woman of, empowerment um i mean to see all these people just did it scare you did it i don't know if i'd say scared is the word but i mean me for example even in these last these last four years um there has been at least two or three instances where i have been yelled at in a store for speaking spanish to my mom on the phone really? and told to go back to my country and to go to all kinds of stuff I, I was i've been accosted a couple times just here in utah and that's something that like yes i ex i could say that i experienced racism and you know especially in my family i'm, I'm a bit of the darker one out of everybody uh -huh. I've definitely experienced racism as a younger person, but then I felt like there was a good period of time in my teens and when I was in college and in my 20s where these things didn't happen. And then all of a sudden in these last five years, I feel like four or five years, that there's been this 
you know, whatever this underbelly that was there for a long time yeah, has, has come up and it's been emboldened and all of a sudden it's okay to do these things. And so, yeah, I mean, I, watching that, I mean, I just felt like it was like the biggest little dick conference I've ever seen. Right. Is what I, that's what I yeah, looked yeah. at. It. I just was like, who are these, like these guys? And like, you see the anger in their faces when they're yeah. screaming and they're yelling and foaming at the mouth and breaking things. And, you know, they're sitting here waving a, you know, blue lives matter flag while they're beating a cop. And it's just like, yeah. how, how did we get to this point? Like, because to me, I would be like, I, I would, I would look at, you know, people from Latin America and be like, isn't this what you didn't want? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like I'm like, so socialism is bad, but fascism is okay. Like, right. like obviously there's, the, where's there's this a fine line? Yeah. There's I a mean, disconnect of like, it goes back to that whole thing. I mean, just the simplicity of Kaepernick kneeling during the anthem and, and people that was saying so anti-American, anti-American, it's disrespectful to the flag. But then we see these people taking down a f- the American flag to putting put up the troops and putting a noose and putting a noose up and the, the guy sitting in Pelosi's desk, he's got the flag on a desk. Yeah. I mean the disrespect there oh, and yeah. people not yeah. uh, that disconnect, that hypocrisy really, yeah, really I mean, gets yeah, to it, me. It, I don't, I, I, I don't know how to, I, I mean, I think what is the scariest about it is just kind of having that disconnect and not being yeah. able to like having that dis- cognitive dissonance where you're like, I don't know. I don't, know how to understand this like even though we all kind of know where it came from and how it got there it's still so and like how do we fix it like how these are clearly wounds that have been there yeah for hundreds of years here in the u.s and there's clear i mean you know i know people are like oh there's no racism and blah 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 it's like yeah i you know and and how do we fix it how how do we like get back to a place where we can have good discourse civil discourse about things where people can Disagree. have conversations yeah because i feel like you know throughout my whole life i've always you know i was probably a little bit more of a bleeding heart liberal back in college and i've you know I, as always i think as you age your values and your things evolve but i clearly haven't just like changed completely my core right. values are still the same but i feel that like you know five six years ago you could have a discussion with someone that had you know you could talk to someone that was a conservative and like the discussions were like okay so maybe if religion was involved it was like about being pro-life or not or gay rights or whatever and you and i could as an atheist understand like okay well you don't believe you think this is wrong because your religion tells you that okay and or you know or it could be policy you could be like okay so this i don't agree with this policy you know like yes you want to do this but how do we pay for it how is it like how you could you could you could discuss things in a reasonable sense and have and disagree on policies and the best way to do things without, whereas now we have like a whole section of society that's just like completely untethered from reality that believes that just worships some yeah. person and doesn't the, care. Like, I mean, we're talking about one second, one second Mike Pence is like, you know, Trump's trusty sidekick and the next right. second he's a pedophile that they need to hang just because he didn't do what they wanted. I mean, and, I, and, and then I think about it, I was like, yeah, there's a lot of, politicians that are really conservative that I don't agree with them but like am I ever going to talk about hanging them never would I ever accost them if I saw them in an airport and yell at them never never would do any of these things but these things are happening all the time now and that's where I'm like I, I I think is as I've tried to you know rationalize and figure out all the stuff that's going on and I think I think it's really hard like it's it's I think it's been super I think that week for people was just like overwhelming like i mean i just came home like late on the couch i was like I, like what do you like what is like these are the things that you should see happening 
in much more underdeveloped, right, undemocratic countries that are still fledgling countries or with fledgling hundred different factions, exactly, not much two. more tribalistic, right. exactly. Like these are not things that you should be happening in the country that's supposed to be the leader of the free world. Right. And for people to say like, oh, we don't want socialism, we don't want communism, but we want, you know, people storming the capital and yeah. threatening to kill Kong, you know, and to, and to just to stop a fair election. Yeah. It's not, I don't know. Okay. So I was a behavioralist. What do you make of the man himself? What do you make of Trump? How do you break him down? I think he's just a your quintessential narcissist. Yeah. I like, think he's just, he's a, like, and like the majority of people that are very narcissistic is just extremely deep rooted insecurity, probably based on how his, on how he was raised by his father and yeah. like the relationship that he had with his father. And he, you know, he was taught that, you know, the ultimate power is to be a bully and to belittle others and to win at all costs. Yeah. And, uh, and he never had any consequences for his actions, you know? So since he didn't ever had any consequences for his actions, the... He just always, you know, went from one thing to the other, and he was always looking for... And the the thing that matters most to him is loyalty and people to adulate him, you know, to just be like, oh, you're the best, you're the best, you're the best. In any speech, he always would bring it somehow full circle back to himself. Always, always. It, it, it was laughable. Yeah. It was... It was yeah. They say, like, uh, narcissistic personality disorder. Yeah. Like, full-fledged, like yeah, an actual yeah. disorder. Yeah, no, he's... uh. And it's inter- it's it's definitely been interesting me to me too that I've thought about a lot is how much life has changed now that he doesn't have a Twitter and like the day <sighs> He's cut the off. news isn't like what ridiculous thing did he say today? What the fuck's he gonna say next? What's he gonna yeah. say next? And what's he gonna do next? And who is he gonna you know? I mean, especially you know, someone that's a special needs teacher my entire life. Like that video where he made fun of the person that had a disability, <sighs> the reporter, and then tried to act like I wasn't making fun of him. It's like. Dude, we have a president that mocked a disabled person. And people are like, yeah, you know, and then and then he and then um I think just watching, you know, the behaviors that happened at his rallies and mm. like the language and what was said and like how he just got people just you know, riled up to this fervent pitch on just literally belittling others. Uh, you gotta watch. Have have you ever watched Jordan Klepper? Is that the guy that goes and interviews people? Daily Show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. At the, no, at the rallies and stuff. He was there at the insurrection. Yeah. He was there that day. And he followed the crowd from the speeches to yeah. the Capitol, to Capitol Hill. Yeah. And it's it's incredible. I mean, it's incredible to see the anger, like you said, the anger on these people's faces. Yeah. That they're charged up. You know, they and it was so interesting, too, because they wanted to do something. But they had no idea what, what it, that exactly was. it entailed. And one guy, he he asked one guy, so what are you doing? He's like, I don't know. We're going to see what happens. Yeah. And But they wanted to do something. Whether it was yeah. planned out, you know, they wanted to do something. And the thing that I want to throw back at everybody that talks about, well, Trump didn't incite that riot. He didn't do this or that. Is he said he was going to go down there with them? Oh, and then he didn't. He and he then didn't he disappeared it. into he the went White in House. His little car, and he went and hid. And I talked to somebody about this, and it just. But it goes back to what you were saying about rationalizing things. Yeah. And I mentioned this to a Trump supporter, and they said, "Well, the Secret Service wouldn't let him." Yeah. And I, I said, "But they let him cross the street for the Bible shot." Yeah. 
I mean, they obviously and they and they were handling well, crowds that didn't like him. He's been told he can't tweet from his personal phone and all the other things he does because it's like a national security right, exactly. thing. He does it anyways. He doesn't yeah. care. And that's what I think. Another thing that really gets me when I look at people that are you know these because it's a culture of personality. They're yeah. it's almost like a cult. It's a cult of personality. Yeah, absolutely. They're obsessed with this person's personality. They see him as this leader. There's, he's almost like a god. He's this and that. Even though clearly, he doesn't give a fuck about people right. like them at all. Like to them. To him, who sits on a I'm golden sorry, toilet and everything else, he's not going to have his base at his, at his resorts. Coal miners, he doesn't yeah. give a shit about people that work in factories or just those, their basic those work. Bum, those bum hicks down in Mississippi are never going to be welcomed at one of no. his hotels or one no. of his resorts. He he thinks he thinks they're yeah the bottom of the barrel. I mean, I but he only he just uses them. But that's a perfect. It brought up an example for me when I was coming back from New York and I was taking an Uber to the train station. There was a, a Haitian gentleman who had been in this country for about 12 years, I believe, and he was noticeably distraught. And I asked him, you know, what's going on? Are you okay? He's all, I'm just, I'm really upset about the election. And I'm all, really? He's all, yeah, I just love Trump so much. And he's a winner. And he was supposed to win. And they stole it from him. Because I wouldn't vote. He said this verbatim. I would not vote for a loser. So it's very much like what you're talking about, his persona that he's put out there, his brand. Yeah. And people want to follow that. They yeah. want there's power in following a winner because if you win, obviously you're right. Yeah, you're right. And and, and it doesn't necessarily for to them. It doesn't. It's not like, you know, like clearly he has had whatever real policy has he ever put out any comprehensive policy of anything like he, he like build a wall okay you know mexico will pay for it blah 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 all these things like there is no comprehensive policy whether it be international or domestic no or we're going to rebuild the infrastructure i mean he doesn't care about any of that the only thing he cared about was having the office of president because that was the ultimate thing of power and that's it he doesn't care about any of those people and it's crazy to see people following him as if he's some, it's the same thing you see in a cult you know, they follow him for whatever reason and they're they'll they, believe anything he says. I feel like half of them would drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah, they would and die. And I mean, there was people that they were interviewing that are like, I'll do I'll die for him by injecting bleach by injecting into bleach. their arteries or, or God knows what Windex into their eyes. Yeah. Or, you know, and, and, and then and then not only is there this idolization of him, but there's this demonization of anybody who does not support him 100 percent. Right. Like. Like I said, all of a sudden, Mike Pence from being his like trusty, you know, woody looking sidekick to now he's a pedophile. Like, I mean, people talking about he was a pedophile. Now. Oh, yeah. Like the next day. They're, oh, he's a pedophile. I'm like, it's that QAnon <laughs> thing. It's yeah. the QAnon thing that it, they're all part of this satanic pedophilic yeah. cult. Yeah. And, 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 yeah. and I saw I saw a post the, the other day or a couple of weeks ago about um that the person that put it up, I couldn't believe they put this up, but um, it basically said, oh, well, Tom Hanks, a pedophile, oh, yeah. saying also. that Joe Biden, a pedophile, is a good guy is, you know, it, it just doesn't make sense to me. And I can't believe anybody would follow that. I was like, wait, when did Tom Hanks become a pedophile? Yeah. <laughs> no, I had it. I like had America's dad. What the I hell? Had, I had the Kunan guy try to tell me that the earthquake last year in Utah was Trump actually bombing tunnels of pedophiles under utah no those tunnels under utah filled with pedophiles trafficking you're children you're joking and that he was that not serious earth, no he was completely serious that those that earthquake was trump bombing pedophiles in tunnels and wow yeah 
Because, you know, the simplest answer is usually true. Right? And that's Occam's razor, razor. Occam's razor right there. <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing it could be. That's yeah. science, all right? That's, that's science. science. Yeah. You wouldn't understand. You're a woman. Yeah, you have I a smaller wouldn't. brain. It's, it's yes. science. Small brains. Wow. We and, keep but our... That's, I mean, but that's scary because that's the stuff that these people believe. Yeah. Oh, they, and and they believe it. it. They believe it the same way that like a religious person believes the Bible. I mean, it is yeah. It is the same type of, I mean, know, do you think... so? Going blind back, faith. Yeah, so blind faith. So... I mean, do you think it goes back as a, you know, um, I would say scientist. I'm going to call you yeah, a scientist. Yeah. Scientist, um, behaviorist, whatever. Yeah. That, um, I mean, does it go back to this need, this primal need to have to believe in something that's bigger than yourself, but also have that entity or whatever well, it is believe feel, in you? Exactly. We could use, it's about feeling special, right? You right. Know, it's like. It's like, oh, in this whole world of everything that happened and everything's crazy, I want to feel that I'm special, that I have a purpose. And I think that for a lot of people that were these, you know, fervent Trump supporters, Trump made them feel special, made them feel like they had a voice, like they were no longer marginalized, like they were, you know, and whether it's, you know, white, disaffected, straight men that felt like they're under attack because, you know, all of a sudden there's 89 genders or they whatever else. They can't say what they want to say They can't say what they want to say all the time. And all of a sudden, you know, pretty soon women are going to want to vote and we're going to want to be able to drive cars Wait, and have what? bank accounts. Is that where we are? <laughs> no, no, not women voting. No, no, no. We can't have women's suffrage. Not there but no, like there is, and, and just so many people I feel like, you know, because clearly the system doesn't work for a good portion of this society. It isn't perfect. And, you know, but, and I don't, I don't, I don't, don't get me wrong. I, have, I do not purport to think that I know the answers to any of this or how no, to fix no, this. It's but it is, it is definitely, it is, it has been crazy to watch the development of these types of, we're all of a sudden, you know, because I feel like, you know, like eight or so years ago, it was like the anti-vaxxers and then it was, you know, the climate change deniers. And then like, and, and you know... <laughs> I went from this to this and all these anti-science things and all that. And me, you know, me being very much an atheist my whole life, but also trying to not be judgmental of religion and just let people, you know, be, do what, what believe what they want to believe. as like, You believe what you want to believe as long as it doesn't, you know, infringe on someone else's rights. Um, seeing that development, like, all of a sudden, you know, Tom Hanks is a pedophile, is, has, it's almost unfathomable. Like, how do you wrap your mind around how someone would believe that? Yeah. How do you, how do you, how do you, and, and, and if well, you've talked to one of these people, because I have, yeah. this dude, you will, it's scary. Like literally like foaming at the mouth, talking about pedophiles and the tunnels and Trump and you, you just wait, he's going to do martial law and he's going to, all the, the machine, the ballot machines and the, this company did this, Dominion or whatever, yeah. and Hunter Biden's laptop and, you know, remember Tucker Carlson, he had those papers where he's like, these papers have the secrets and it's going to show that Biden is this and this and that. And then he said he was going to put it out <laughs> on a show and somehow the papers got lost by the courier across the country as if no one has like a fucking, I did not a fucking scanner. That. Oh no, Are you it, was, serious? it was hilarious. He was like, that's awesome. Tomorrow night on my show, I am going to reveal all the corruption of the Biden family. I have these secret documents that are coming and we are going to reveal it. And then it never showed up. And he's like, well, so they were stolen on the way. Or this and that. And, and his viewers buy it. Oh, they shit. totally buy it. And it they never showed up. Shit. It never came back. And remember Hunter Biden's laptop? Like mm -hmm. some laptop got dropped off at, a, at some VCR store and it was his laptop. And clearly it has child pornography and pictures of him doing blow on Russian hookers or who knows what. And But then 
whatever happened to that nothing because you know the the way these conspiracy theorists go is that there's always just a new conspiracy right so nothing happened trump didn't take back the government he's now not been president for you so they have to just make a new conspiracy it's like the 2012 stuff you know yeah 2012 came and went and we're still here right for better or worse well no this is (laughs) this has been wonderful no it's been great to have um a behavioral scientist on the show that um you know, that can speak to these things from <laughs> from that perspective. I mean, you know, everybody's we're just naturally going to be subjective. That's how. Yeah. But you have a much more objective. Or mind. I, try, I try to. Yeah. But I try from an, to. From a more objective standpoint than most. Yeah. And I and, it's and, great to and get I've tried to not your you know, observations. I have, you know, there's people I know that are much more involved in politics and always ranting and raving about this and that. And I pretty much I mean, if you follow me on like social media or anything, I don't really talk about politics and I don't you, say but, much. But I'm you, very you ha- you're very well spoken on it. You have some very insightful opinions, I must I say. Because I, I feel I, I don't like the like people that because there's so much nowadays. It's people lecturing. It's like, well, if you don't believe what it's, I I believe and it's there it's it's, it's all it's so polarized and it's so this and if and if you say anything then someone's offended and this person's offended and this and that and i you know especially you know being a teacher working with kids and you know and i've tried i i, I don't like to lecture people on well you did this and you did that or whatever else i and and in general i know that the people that know me well know what i believe and so i don't mm-hmm. i don't need to brag about being smart or i don't need to brag about what i know about politics i don't need to do yeah. this because the people like successful people don't have to talk about being successful. Smart people don't have to talk about being smart. People will know, right? <laughs> it's apparent. Yes, it's apparent, right? So like, I, I, and then they'll call you out for being reasonable. Yeah, and then you're too reasonable, and so pretty logical I, argument there, Aria. It makes I, me uncomfortable. I have tried to, you know, especially like I said, there's a bit of a difference in what like my my parent, my family, and my brother's politics to mine, which is fine. Like whatever it's fine mm-hmm. i could be the black sheep i'm like the single old cat lady in my family and it's fine. <laughs> um but it's definitely been tough and i really hope that we can all come to a a place where we can have better civil discourse because I, I i feel like before like you could talk to people you could talk about whether you wanted a single parent health system or what or you know like these things you can yeah. have these conversations without people being like you libtard and you're a sheeple jumping, i love that you're a sheeple down, you're, uh, what like, you haven't heard that? Sheeple. sheeple. So the, the right the right wing people talk about libtards and sheeple. They'll be Define like, both those. So a libtard is like a liberal retard. Libtard. Lib. Libtard, yeah. And it's all about, you know, you know, Jordan Peterson and owning the libs, getting in these arguments and like making them cry, you know. It's all about once again, we're talking about having power over someone by winning. Winning. Winning an argument. Showing that you were stronger, that you were smarter, that you were bigger, that you were more powerful. Mo- and a lot of and there's a lot of mocking it and stuff and then there's the sheeple um there's the you know sheeple if it, 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 like it, people it, with sheep in front of yeah it. exactly sheeple it's it's people that just follow along oh you uh, wear a mask you're a sheeple uh, you know you, your constitutional rights to your freedom of speech is being you know in, you know fucking you impeded it? by a mask Can you on believe your face? that a mask is now political. now a symbol of like a symbol oh yeah man. i, I You're watched the other day it's like oh, i'm a free man i won't wear a mask i'm like so i'm in brighton last night night riding yeah and there's this fucking kid in front of us he was a high schooler he's like 18 and they're patrolling the employees and the oh, yeah, yeah. are patrolling like like the fucking Gestapo, man, up and down this line saying, masks over the nostrils, masks over the nostrils. That's what they do. number two. And I was trying to drink a you know, protein shake, and I had it in my pocket, a stash, a flask of protein. 
And, you know, I had my mask down. He's like, when you don't, you got to pull that up over your mouth. And he came back again, and it was down. I pulled it down to you know, scratch my jar. So I don't know. It was just down for a second. I was fixing it. He says, if I have to ask you to put that up one more time, I'm going to uh, ask you to leave. He's like, second time's back in the line. Third time is you have to leave. I'm like, holy shit. So I had the mask on. So we're all adhering. We're all masking, neck yeah, buffs. because, like, it doesn't. It was cold. It was like the neck gator. Yeah. And there's this kid in front of me who doesn't have a mask. Flagrantly, blatantly, no mask. And he was like, you know, I'll ride up with you guys. We'll share the same chair. I'm sort of like, cool. Um, so. You put your mask on? <laughs> so no mask. I mean, this guy's going to bust you, man. He's like, no, I don't wear masks. Like, wait, 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 what do you mean you don't, don't wear masks? I mean, we, we all have to. We're all here. Yeah. He's like, no, I, I go to Riverton High and uh, I don't wear a mask there either. I'm like, oh, you mean they don't make you wear masks at Riverton High? He's like, no, no, no. Everyone has to wear masks, but I just don't do it. I'm like, what do you mean you don't do it? He's like, I just don't do it. He kept saying that. And I'm like, well, well, how, well, how do you get away with that? What do you mean you just don't do it? He's like, well, they tell me to put a mask on, but I just say, eh, no, no, I don't yeah. wear a mask. I just don't do it. I just don't do it, man. I'm, I'm not going to do it. I'm and, a free man. And that, yeah, right. <laughs> the, the, this, he had this bravado to him that was so funny. Braggadashio. And me and my buddy are just sort of, I, I feel my eyes widening. And yeah, because you're sort just of looking like, at him. I just don't do it. And then, you know, he follows it up with, with the same pride that he stated with, I just don't do it. You know, I'm cool. He's like, yeah, man, I've had it three times. It's no big deal. <laughs> I've had Corona three times. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. You've had Corona three times? He's like, yeah, man, it's nothing. I mean, if just you. Just a flu. Just a flu. If, if, if you like have like a healthy immune system, if you're like a, well, and I, I couldn't believe what he was saying. He's like, yeah. And like. I've known a few people who've died. Like, like there's, there's a few people I've known who've died. But, you know, they had problems. And yeah. if you're, like, even I'm big and strong. remotely healthy, uh, you know, you'll be fine. I've had it three times. And he's, like, proud of this. I'm like, motherfucker, you've had it three times, but and you don't bragging. wear a mask. And you're cool. And you're bad. I want to punch you in the fucking larynx right now. But the only reason I won't is because we're bright and you're, like, a kid. But, yeah, I, like, but, but needless to say, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, but, but <laughs> I don't want to be inappropriate. But I'm like, you know what? I... We didn't ride up in the same chairlift with him. I, I couldn't believe it. I kind of took one of those like small backward steps once he turned away and was sort of talking sideways out of the corner of my mouth. And my buddy like, what the fuck is this guy? But he, he was so proud. Oh, there, yeah. there was so, so it, was, it was like a, br- a badge of honor. It was annoyingly self-righteous. And in the same breath, he's like, I know we're mess. And I've had it three times. It's no big deal. And I've known people who've died. Yeah. Like just I'm like, man, I don't get you, but you're a fucking tool bag. And, and so, I, I, was, I, I, I was not vibing with this dude. I'm like, you know like, what? Weird. I think I hate you. I'm not sure. I just met you, but I think I like hate you, dude. So I'll have he to tell you. Awful. I'll he was tell awful. I'll tell you. I have. Yeah, it's getting a little late, but I'll tell you my favorite anti-mask story. So one time I was at my favorite Asian store where I go to get all, you know, my teas and wontons sure. and stuff. Your wooden sandals and <laughs> yes, socks. And, yes. and uh, I'm sitting in line waiting for... Um, uh, just waiting to pay and this couple walks in and you know they're the very stereotypical like jacked up gym couple right and I don't know where it's come from but there's there's definitely seems to be a correlation between these like anti-maskers freedom people and like lifting weights maybe it's all the whole like <laughs> I'm self I'm fix myself self-help shit. Buh, you know it's buh, the, people it's all, yeah. don't get sick yeah it's a self-helpy self-righteous I you know I I'm t- 
you know, picking myself up by my bootstraps and getting ripped. And I'll kind pick of up shit. that fucking weight for you. Yeah. <laughs> I lift big things. I don't know. So this is very, very stereotypical gym couple. They look exactly like everyone you'd see yelling about masks and freedom on, on Instagram. <laughs> you know, big beard and tattoos and the girl, you know. It's a, boobs, it's a lo- boobs, lumberjack you know? and yeah, he squats it, it, 600 pounds and he has a beer belly. Like, don't get me wrong, I love to lift and I'm, I'm like, but it's been weird to see these, these, this, the polarization and like the certain groups, people that have kind of adhered to that, adhered to certain, certain ideologies. Yeah, exactly. So this woman, so at the Asian store, there's a sign that says very clearly at the front, that's like, we, you have to have a mask to come as in everything here. by mandate has to have? Yeah, exactly. And this little old lady that works there, that she's so cute. I talk to her every time I go in there. She has a little box of masks, and if anybody doesn't have a mask, she goes and gives it to you. So she walks up to the guy and the girl, and is like, excuse me, I'm sorry, you need to wear a mask. She's like, I'm not wearing a mask in here. She's like, fuck that, I'm not wearing a mask. And the little old lady's like, okay, well, then you have to leave. I'm sorry, but we have a mask nice. mandate. Stuck to and you, ha- you, you, you have to leave. And she's like, no. She's like, no. I, my constitutional rights tell me that I don't have to wear a mask. <laughs> I'm just like, and everybody's like just it watching said, it this. It says it in the And clearly there's clearly. like, you know, the 24th Amendment. The forefathers says, knew. Alexander uh, yeah. Hamilton didn't wear a mask yeah, either. Uh, yeah, no. You know, Jefferson clearly <laughs> didn't wear yeah. a mask. So. Benjamin Franklin, never. Never, yeah. So she's like, my constitutional rights say that I don't have to wear a mask. And the lady's like, okay. She's like, well, but this is a private business. Well, it's my so, right to say. Yeah, so I'm sorry, but we're not going to serve you unless. And so then she starts freaking like yelling at her and so then no so the little the lady's like here i have a mask please just wear it while you shop take it off the second you go outside it's fine the woman the girl cut bag throws the mask <laughs> throws the mask at this cute little no. old asian lady she, throws it back at her she threw it at her face i thought i was about to go to jail i was like oh god threw it at her luckily you, gra- you grab the nearest can you're gonna I, I was like i'm gonna throw my wonton soup at this bitch um, no fucking And then way. she starts yelling at her, but she's like, you know, this is all your fucking fault. You, the Wuhan flu, the, the Kung flu, and starts yelling. No. All this Asian shit. And, and then like, and I finally just look at her. I'm like, the f-? I'm like, if you, if you, if you don't want this, why the fuck are you at the Asian store? Did you store? say that? Yeah. Did you say that? I was like, what the fuck are you doing at the Asian store? I was like, get the fuck out. And it was funny. So then the, the little old lady, and so I said, no. I was like, and, you and, stepped and, and in. You luckily, stepped in. like four other people, like everyone around me, which is funny because a whole bunch of the other people were very much not Asian. There was a lot of people that go to this Sandy Asian store that are just run-of-the-mill white people that just go there because it has awesome produce and tons awesome. of good food. And the little old lady grabbed the cart right from her, pulled it, and was like, "Leave!" And then everybody else in line was just like, "Yeah, get the fuck, get the out, fuck out!" Like if you if you if you're gonna sit here and yell about the Asian flu and the Kung flu and yell at people about being Chinese, get the fuck like leave. Kung flu. Yeah, she called it the Kung Flu. And then, so anyways, so after, everybody's just like, get the fuck out. And the little lady grabbed her cart and pulled it. Yes. And pushed it down and was like, leave. Brassy. Everybody just started clapping. And no. they walked out. And she walked out. She's like, Trump 2020. And everybody's like. Are you fucking kidding yeah. me? And we were all just looking. And like, everyone's like, fuck you. Yeah, everybody's just like, are you what did the guy do in all this? Oh, the guy, I think, was... The guy was just kind of like, babe, stop, babe, stop, babe, stop. Oh, and she God. did this... And, and the best part was the Trump 2020 as she walked out. Trump 20... Yeah, you've proved our point. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you for showing... And, like, you're, you're assaulting... Yeah, so that's what you want to attach your name to. Yeah, the person... Uh, brought to you the, by he, Trump 2020, motherfuckers, poos. Yes, I'm getting... Berated. <laughs> yeah, thrown everybody, on the curb. Everybody's clapping because everybody's just like... Like, who 
cares if you want to vote for him or whoever you want to vote? Oh, you, you literally insulted an elderly person. That's horrible. That's like being tarred and feathered and run out of town on the rails. Saying, Trump 2020. Yeah, like, dude. Yeah, it was It was. When horrible. was this? This was just a couple weeks before the election. It must have been a like early lady. November. It must have been like late October. I'm so proud of her for sticking to her guns. Oh, the little saying, old lady told me this. She took her cart. She took the cart that had all in. her stuff in it and said, no, I'm sorry, but this is a private business and you... We, we say you have to wear a mask, and if you don't yeah. like it, go shop somewhere else. That's where we're at. That's you know, all. I was coming back from Indian Creek, which is a climbing mecca, for those of you who don't know, a great rock climbing mecca in southern Utah, and we were coming through this little town called Huntington. Oh, I know Huntington. Uh, sorry, no. I, I, oh, I, hun- not Huntsville. Um, Hanksville. No, uh, coming Huntsville. through Price, uh, uh, Wellington. We're coming Wellington. through this little town called Wellington, and we see a Trump parade. It was about two dozen pickup trucks. Uh, blocking the right lane, going about 30 miles an hour with kids chock-a-bock full in, in the back of each bed, waving to traffic, waving uh, American flags, Trump flags. They're wearing MAGA hats. Every single guy behind the wheel is what you think. Like the yeah. mullet, the MAGA hat, the Carhartts. Yeah. The, you know, this is a small rural Mormon town, very conservative. And there's honking and waving at traffic. And they were just having a lark, and we were horrified. We're, 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 yeah, we're forced to drive slow, and we're, this is weeks before the election. I'm like, oh, my God, he has strongholds everywhere. Trump has strongholds. It's only in rural, right? Farrell made a great point earlier. You know, you, this guy, supposedly the champion of the proletariat and coal miners, ain't no fucking coal miners at his golf courses. No. Ain't no yeah, Mississippi what, old like boys at his golf courses. Yeah, what, pay like 75 grand to go to Mar-a-Lago? Yeah, right. Give me, a, shit. Give, give me a hint and give a shit about them. But you're right. He is this cult of personality. They adore him. They're like, Trump, yeah, Trump, Trump, Trump. And Jordan and I are just disgusted. We're disgusted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now these are dangerous people, right? They're they're yeah. they're they're far right. They're very Republican. They're gun toting. Well, I got rifles in the back. Of there's the truck, guns so. and gun racks, you know. So it's not like we're gonna do anything crazy, you know. We're not gonna well, you know, cut them off. Fuck you. Like I was saying before, neither uh, I could be not like a politician or whatever else. But you're not gonna you're not gonna see me wrapped in a fl- no. flag, yelling at someone no, on the no, street. No, 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 exactly. But this kid, there's these kids. They're like middle school kids. I'm like, these kids are drinking the Kool Aid. This is insane. And they are nodding their head, yes, 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 and flashing us a thumbs up. And we just couldn't. I couldn't do it. I'm like, kid, you're going to wake up when you're 20 and realize you're on the wrong side of history. Yeah. The wrong side of history. And there's no opinions. There's right and there's wrong. Right? And so I, I just, I felt my hand go up. And to his thumb up. You're just like, nope. I gave him the death to the gladiator thumb down. And I shook my head. I'm like, No. No. no, and I kept my thumb down as I'm going by this whole thing. And this kid looks at me, and he narrows his eyes. He gives me the snake eyes, and he shakes his head at me like he wanted to cut my throat from, from fucking ear to ear. Yeah. And, and that's when I realized, oh, my God, I am at odds with a child. Yeah. This shit is putting me at odds. Who probably barely has the capacity for more With reasoning. a middle schooler. Yeah. Um, he's all... Thumbs up, yeah, Trump. I'm like, thumbs down, no kid, wake up. And yeah. he's like, fuck you. And I just, I was in awe. I'm like, I am in odds with the kid. That's how polarizing this election was. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Ugh. Ugh. With a side of ugh. Yeah, you're, you're right, man. It's scary. And it is, it's, it's not, you think it's just in the rural areas. It's not, no. But it really isn't. The, the thing about it is, is that the stronghold where, and I should say the majority of people that vote in these rural communities are probably Trumpers, so that's why you see the parades. Yeah. 
but there's a good um, amount of just oh yeah but yeah you're right the because i was in Fishkill, new york and saw a similar parade and i was working with a woman i believe she's korean and she went out to the street and started flipping off <laughs> the the parade, you know, the yeah. parade. And they just started yelling the most vile crap oh, yeah. to her. And yeah. she was so proud. For every insult she got, she was just, she She's stood like, this tall. is great. She's yeah. like, yeah, She's this, all, is this is just proving my point. Yeah. And then she flipped them off again. You're full of hate. Like, why? Well, when your best comeback is some racist yeah or you know you're just a bigoted. sheeple you're a libtard you're a sheeple yeah. like you're just that's like, your you best don't comeback. know like you, you yeah it's it's all it's so like you can't you know i can't tell you how many times someone's like yeah. but socialism oh it's antifa and i'm like define socialism please define socialism they can't they can't tell you the difference between communism between socialism they can't tell you the tenets of the ideology whatsoever they just know it's bad. And anything that has to do with, there's these trigger words for them. Anything that has to do with any of that is just bad. And well, it's all, yeah. and they associate it with this. It's the Democrats. It's AOC. It's this. They're all this yeah. and that. It's like, well, well, and I don't agree. With, I mean, I definitely find myself going more left. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of how I am I too. I don't agree with everything oh, no, that no. the left says. No, I there's definitely wacky stuff far I left. Think by all means. I used to really not agree with AOC on a lot of things, but then I started watching more of her. Yeah, um, yeah committee meetings and some of the things she was doing i was like okay wait no this lady's got some things well, down but, and, even if, but we're definitely i'm 50 50 on her yeah but. I, that's I, I i don't fully support her either but i think that you can look at like you know someone like her and you're like okay so you can disagree with the green deal you can disagree with mm -hmm. the single-payer health care system but at the end of the day you know these are just policies and you can disagree about on a policy i mean but at the, at the end of the day too these are things that our peer democracies in europe and in other places have like we're the only industrialized nation without some sort of healthcare system provided to the people uh, as a universal thing. Right. And it's like you can you can be like, okay, I don't uh, I don't necessarily agree with how you're going to pay for the green deal. I don't know how you're going to pay for Medicare for all. I don't know if that's the best solution. But there's a difference between disagreeing with someone and being like, okay, you know, I I I want a more capitalistic economy. I want more free market. I want more whatever else. And then there's that. And then there's, <laughs> but then how do you how do you go from that and be like, okay, I don't like what you think about this. And then look at someone over here that's like, well, the fires in in California were caused by Jewish lasers. Like <laughs> you know, like because that one chick from fucking Georgia actually said oh, that. Oh God, Marjorie. Yeah, Marjorie. Uh, whatever. Um, MOP or whatever. Yeah, Bob, yeah. I don't know what the fucking name is. And she's. So, they actually censured her she they kicked her off all of her committees yeah like so but there, there's a thing is like there's plenty of wacky stuff far left yeah. and i'm not a hugely politically correct person as you can see i'm very oh yeah i have no censor and, I, and, and, and yeah I'm but, but at the same time it's like i'll still take a social justice warrior over a fucking nazi any day i'm yeah. sorry guys no, no, no absolutely <laughs> you, you want me to pick one i'm gonna hug this yeah. social justice yeah, I'm warrior sorry i'm right there and with you <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I might not like the social justice yeah, warrior I'm all like, that much, like, but I definitely like them a lot more than you. Yeah, and, 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 and like I said, it's still, it's like, okay, so yes, we've gotten a little wacky over here, and, and there's still so much stuff I think we need to understand, you know, like gender stuff and political correctness and feminism, and there's people that take everything way too far by all means. But at the end of the day, we're still talking about people fighting for equality or fighting for to save the earth. <laughs> or and then you got over here people that like way way over here, right? Then this is clearly not all of conservatism and I think that conservatism they really have a divide that they need to figure out. Oh yeah. How to bridge because 
Well, and I think there's a divide in in the oh, liberal. Oh, by all means, way. yeah, and I, I and mean, and I definitely go left of center, but there's, <laughs> but yeah. like over here, we're talking about people that bully and hate, and like you were talking about, yell out obscenities and yeah. racist things and all these things, and it's like, how how do we how do we balance this? I don't feel like it's a. I do have a quick question. Okay, and it's it's a quick question. But it might have a really long answer. I don't know. <laughs> I hope not. And this comes. We, we can divide this show into two parts. <laughs> it's fine. We might have to. Yeah. I, it could be fun. It's the strip yeah. club half and the politics. And then there's half. politics. Oh, man. This <laughs> sounds like it's going to involve a lot of editing. Damn it. Dude, this is, you, 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 you've dug your own hole, Pharaoh. Yeah. I've dug my own hole. Yes. Do you hear that? Yes. It's all on me. You should me. pull yourself up by your bootstraps. What's this question? Yeah, Help yourself. Good. Make your bed every day. Hey, and then if balls. you do that, you will fight cultural Marxism. Listen, Pharaoh, have some balls. Stop being such a pussy. You okay, know? thank yeah. you. Yeah, grow some ovaries. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, I'm asking you this because you're a behaviorist. Yeah. And um, where did and I and I have a bathroom in there. You can let out. He's it. probably pretty high. I haven't researched it enough. Where did who came up with all the categories, the identity categories, the identity, the identifications, the identifiers for what? Um, you know, cisgender, uh, you know, um, where did these come from? I, so <laughs> they kind of freak me out. I'm not yeah, going to, no, I'm not going to because there's so like, many I, of I, them. I, I remember. And it's like, if you don't know every one of them, there used to be 54 when the list came out, but I don't know how many there are now. I don't know. And, and, and that's it, another thing. Like, and I'll call uh, whatever you want to be called. I'll call okay, you. I'll call you princess I, poopy pants. Whatever. Okay, yeah. I, yeah I'm, like, I'm fine with that. I'm just wondering where all yeah, these terms came from. And I, I do find it really interesting that people are like, I can't change my language for someone. It's like, why do you care? This doesn't affect you. Oh boy. This does not affect you whatsoever. Why do you care if you call someone they or yeah, shim no, or absolutely. Z or whatever else? Like, like, do I think it's a little bit excessive? Yeah. But I think that like anything else, I think anytime you look at a movement where people who were disenfranchised or marginalized or had less rights, when they come into power and kind of feel like they can be themselves and mm-hmm. they can come out, there is this pendulum effect, I think, where it kind of goes, whoop, you know? And I think that's what we're seeing now. As people are starting to understand that there is not just male and female and there's not just masculinity and femininity, that there's a lot of gray area. And before, I mean, ideally, we shouldn't care what anybody is anyways right you should just be able to be who you are but for a lot of people they still can't right you know and and, and i and i think my, I've, I've said this to like people i know i i've known one or two people that are transgender and i can't even like as me being a girl that has just some masculine traits and knowing how hard that is mm-hmm. i can't even fucking imagine right what that would be like and like having to live with that and having, you know, at the end of the day, we're all trying to figure out who the fuck we are. Yeah. Imagine having that hurdle. Mm-hmm. And so I don't, I, I don't know where it all came from. I, I honestly, I remember being in college and, you know, kind of multiculturalism was this new thing that was coming out. And what's his name the other day that was like, fuck multiculturalism. Was it Barr? It was one, some, no, it was Pompeo. He's like, oh, multiculturalism is the death of the U.S. I'm like... Whatever happened to the Statue of Liberty? Like, why are people still talking to you? Aren't <laughs> yeah. you out of office? <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I don't know where it all came from. I'm just curious because whoever came up with cisgender, I didn't even. Know. I I really want to have a talk with them because that that term right there, it just sounds like something that needs to be removed. What is like, <laughs> like heard, a what cyst? Is this, what does the cis stand for? Yeah, yeah. It's it's like I don't a, know. It, it sounds like an abscess or a cyst that you take your your cat in or your dog in to have removed by the vet. 
that's I don't know. that term just i don't know it freaks me out it's kind I, of a it's i a didn't even know term. like uh so last it was a last summer backcountry sponsored me to go run the cirque series race in alaska um because i so he knows but two years ago I was in two car accidents in 10 months. I was rear-ended and I ended up having to have two discs uh, removed and replaced in my neck and I have four metal plates. So I basically, for two years of my life, I was in so much pain. I couldn't sleep again and finally got my neck fixed. And then it was kind of like getting back into sports. And so I wrote a proposal to Backcountry to have them sponsor me to go run these runs as I was kind of trying to get back into being outdoors. And I remember when I told my brother that that they were sponsoring me, he's like, oh, they're just doing that because you're a POC. And I didn't even know what that meant. I was like, what's a POC? To me, I was like, POC Sports, you know, because that brand, I, I have uh, a lot of POC stuff, and he's a person of color. And he basically insinuated that, hopefully my brother never hears this, he would hate this, but whatever. He insinuated the only reason I was picked was because I was a girl and a person of color. And they were just trying, you know, you poor white people. Well, like trying to fulfill some sort of diversity quotient. Exactly, that's why I was picked to be paid to go to Alaska to run a race. You're familiar with the idea of uh, white fragility? Yes, And, and yes. white guilt, right? White oh, guilt, we yeah. feel bad, you know, about the, you know, genocide of Native Americans and slavery and also, let's... let's so let's pick, send let's Ari pick, to go run a trail the, running race in Alaska. Let's pick the Latina girl. She's black enough, close to black? I don't know. I don't know. We'll pick her. But so, we'll throw her a bone. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. And I, I, I really hope that... A lot of this very excessive gender stuff and excessive political correctness and canceling and all this stuff. I mean, I think they're all symptoms of similar problems, whether it's on the left or the right, and similar grievances and kind of like there's a lot of culture of victimhood. And um, but it's funny because the people I feel that accuse people of being victims the most are actually the white people. white people. Yeah, it's white. It really is. It is. They're it's the ones playing the biggest victims. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's these upper that have like no people. idea. You know, like you have they, any well, idea what it's like to be an African American like person no, in the inner city? You know, it's so funny because it's it's as if they want to have something to fight for. Yeah. And they don't know what that is, so they're going to fight on behalf of all these other people, but they don't really know. What they're fighting for. Right. They don't know how they're to fight it. They're fighting socialism. Yeah. And Antifa. <laughs> right. And pedophiles. They're fighting the pedophiles and they're Antifa. pedophiles. And socialism. These are the things that are apparently going to be the, the downfall of America. Yeah. Which is so funny because I just, I'm like, well, what? No, I, I think, so I think it goes. So we all of a sudden had healthcare, like. Circling back Next thing to, you know, we're just going to be all holding sickles and like marching <laughs> in the streets to Russia. Well, like, circling I don't back comprehend. to what you had said before, it's about having power. Yeah. And power of information, but also having power of faith and having power of um, purpose. Purpose, yeah. So if I'm fighting for something, whether it's the left, you know, or the right, then I have have purpose. My life has purpose. And I think sometimes people don't know what they're fighting for, don't know how to fight it. And so they pick up causes that aren't their own. Yeah. No, totally. Or they, yeah, or it's... It's or or, or or there and there's so much judgment too. It's like, well, yeah, Trump is fighting for us, and I'm fighting for this. And, and if you're not doing anything, if you're not doing this, then it's it's all. Yeah, I don't know. I hope crazy. I hope that things get. I hope we get to a better place where we yeah. can all just drink scotch and smoke cigars and eat Sweet. steak. And, what kind of scotch again? What was that? Lagavulin. 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 The uh, preferred scotch of Ron Swanson. Mm, oh, is it? It is. Is it? <laughs> 
It is. Well, um, uh, before you know, we offend everybody else. The yeah, one, sorry. the one last person that's listening to this podcast <laughs> that isn't that isn't your mother. Oh, I would never let my mother listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping my mother doesn't either. But um, thank you so much. You're um, welcome. Yeah, we might. This is great. I mean, it's two hours of forty minutes, but. <laughs> Yeah, know. sorry Look, that this went on. I, think we, I was we supposed to go to my girlfriend's house. She's like, I thought you were going to be done at like 6.30. I was like, yeah, I don't know. You remember happened. in the old days of the movies like Spartacus, Ben-Hur, they had an intermission? Yeah. We can make an intermission in the middle of this with like theme music. We can, we can make popcorn. Stuff. Sure. Or yeah. let's all go to the lobby or something like that. Yeah, go to the lobby. This is the mezzanine. Ooh, well, look at you. <laughs> I should have warned you about her brain, by the way. I, I, it, yeah. She's too reasonable. Yeah, far uh, too and logical and uh, I don't know a lot of big words in there that you use. I was like, oh man, what? But no, <laughs> Adi Alba. It's been Adi a pleasure. Alba, Adi, 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 I Adi, hope my parents nor my brother listen to this podcast. Ever. Oh man, <laughs> I'm I'm so the, the tens of people that do listen probably don't know them. So okay, good. This was a a good play. This this was a smart play to interview her. I mean. Who knew it would go to such? <laughs> it would go from like strippers to politics. I'm, to well, I'm more comfortable with you know Japanese strippers. Yeah, and that's what I understand because I'm I'm a reptile. You know, I'm reptilian. I'm base. But you, you're an evolved mind. I love what you brought to the table here tonight. I I think it's a disservice to just to call them strippers from the way you describe them. They're I mean this is performance. No, this this performers. was performance. It really yeah, was. They are not strippers. They're, I don't. I wish I knew what the word was. The erotic Japanese dance artists that you yeah. saw. Yeah, uh, absolutely. More. They deserve more. Yeah, and they and, and I I I'm I'm so glad that you you shared a lot with us tonight. Damn. Yeah, I didn't know. Glad your pinky's on the mend. It is. Actually, did you get stitches? I never even asked. Yeah, I got five stitches. Oh wow! Look at you. Well, you're amazing. Yeah. You're a shredder. You're yeah. a, you're behavioralist. You're a mountain biker. You're a, it seems a politician. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I kind of keep shit. it. To, I, I kind of find I have to keep it to myself. No, this is amazing, so. and I think you had a lot of great you had a lot of great insights. And uh, if anyone ever wants to ride with her, you better fucking strap your boots up tight because <laughs> yeah. she's the real McCoy. I'll make your butthole pucker. <laughs> 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 that's a promise. And that's the quote for the episode. Thank you, Ari. I adore you. Bye. I'm glad Have I know you. Peace out. <laughs>